Stories of the human spirit. Candid conversations about action, passion, and love. The Law of Action is about living in balance, moving forward with momentum in inspired action. Overcome challenges, create success, amplify your life, and achieve things you never thought possible. It's all waiting for you. If you're ready to break through your fears and live your life in massive action, this is the show for you. He's a best-selling author, speaker, advisor, your host, Mr. Action himself, Rob Actis. Welcome to Show Action Takers. Glad to have you here. Living the Law of Action is based on my best-selling book, The Law of Action. And I love to connect with the movers and shakers of the world who are passionate about the good they do for others and who listen to their hearts taking inspired action every single day. On the show, my guests are incredible, and today's guest is no exception. Matter of fact, I don't even call her a guest. I'm just going to call her a co-host. So, Audrey Lawrence, what's up? Sup, Mr. Action. Sup. Loving being I, here. I know. It's fun. I know. And we're, we're doing this live on TikTok, same time. Pretty cool. So, yeah, people are liking your the, the, the what you're laying down, as they say. So much energy. So cool. But you know what? I have a huge question for you because okay. living the law of action is the big piece of this is planning. But do you find that people can spend so much time planning and get stuck in the mud with planning? Yeah, I do. And the simple way of planning is this. If you've ever been to Dallas, you the runways are so incredibly long. So you land, the first time I ever landed in Dallas, and I, I talk about this in a book, I thought it was hilarious. So the first time I ever land in Dallas, you land and you're like, okay. And then you have to take off because it was a connecting flight. So I didn't pay a whole lot of attention. You land and you're there. And then you're, you're in Dallas and you're going to take off. Well, when you're in Dallas, the runways are so long. I'm like, are we just going to drive there? I thought I was like in a train or something. We're just, you just drive and drive and drive when you're in <laughs> Dallas. And that's the same as planning. So what you need to do is you actually need to take off. So it's decide, plan, act. And decide, And but you can plan and plan and plan and you can plan your life away. And you can, I need more of this. I need more of this. And the reason that you're going to plan and plan and plan and not take action is simple. It's based on fear. Fear of being in action. Wow. That is a mic drop moment. You All know, right, bless the show. Really, Thank you very much, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I think you're right. Own the fear. You know, we can read all the books we want on swimming, right? We can sit there at the edge of the pool and we can read and read. And okay, read wait a minute. Until we read a book. on I've never seen a book. Is there books on swimming? There are books on swimming. Okay, I never do that. have aquaphobia. So oh, if, okay. Got it. Okay. But until you're just willing to dive in, there is nothing that you can learn in a book that the experience of the action can teach you deeper. Yeah. And you just have to be willing to dive in. You've got to be willing to quit planning, get to that planning place where you've said, I've ticked these three boxes. And now it's time for me to dive in. 
If you don't, you're going to spend your life on the edge of that swimming pool with just a toe in the water, never really learning, never really getting to the other side of that destination or that pool. Or you're in a jet airliner and you're never going to take off. And what happens is... 100%. Okay, so here's the reality. People don't like to hear this, but eventually what happens if you're in a runway and you just keep driving and driving and driving in the runway and you never take off, what happens at some point? You run out of gas. No. Well, you run out of gas and you run out of, you run out of runway. And I guess the metaphor for life is you die. So there are people that have planned their whole life to go on a vacation. Someday, you know, someday is one of the worst words you can have in your vocabulary. And if you don't believe me, we can talk about the movie up. Someday we're going to, you know, that, that falls, I don't know what it's called, but whatever the falls was called. And it breaks my heart. I'm going to get all emotional here because as someone who has had a few near death experiences, when you are in that position, the one thing that just is like a two by four hitting you in the face is regret. And it's the things that you didn't do. First and foremost, it's the things you didn't say to people. And you, you, it's, 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 oh man, it's hard. And the other thing is you regret the, the action and the things that you didn't do. It's like a movie up someday. We're going to go to those, those fancy falls that you want to go to. And they someday and someday and someday. And so someday. how are we getting out of this? How well, do we not get to the end of our runway? How do we not get to the end of our life? You have to have these dive in to your fear. And it's really a, a very common fear is, believe it or not, if we're going to talk business, is fear of success. Yes. More than fear of failure. People don't think you're spot on. They don't feel they have the right to have a happily ever after. They don't feel they have a right to be successful. Yes. Not me. Everybody, everybody else can do that. Your airplane metaphor and say that you could take off in your airplane, but most people, if their runways are full and they can't land, yeah. That gives them so much fear. Yeah. So the though you could catch flight, we're afraid that we're not going to be able to land. And because of that, we don't take off. Yeah. And so that fear of success. Yeah. Yeah. And the other part is, is that not only is there the fear of success, but there's a fear of failure, the fear of looking bad in front of your friends and family, spouses, partners. It's a lot. So yeah. if you can, if you can, Dive into your fear. If you just see yourself of not being in action and taking action, you can really break it down to you're afraid of your next step to get there. Because once you create the momentum of decide and you plan and then you break through your fear and you get into action, your life is in movement and there's momentum and things happen. And the funny thing about fear is it's not disguised with like a big devil with horns and a pitchfork. It's not, you know what? It's wrapped up in our everyday conversation. It's wrapped up in that, it's not my time mentality, or I'm not old enough, or I'm too young, or it's not not the right time for me in my life. But I'm going to tell you, Rob, not all the lights 
in your journey are going to be green. You're going to have to jump out there anyways. Yeah. Because if you believe it's not your time, that's fear showing up. If you believe it's not the the window for you or things aren't perfect or all the lights aren't green, that's fear wrapping itself up in a bow, building itself into your life, robbing you of your real destiny. Yeah. Well, so what's interesting, so known as the podcast whisperer, I help people start podcasts. And so what I find really fascinating is a common comment from so many people. Ready for this comment? You won't believe this. Lay it on me. Am I really allowed to start a podcast? Am I allowed to do this? Am I allowed to start a podcast? Wow. People are are so seeking approval from everybody else and they're seeking permission. And the people that I think are the most successful in the world are people that don't ask permission to be successful. They declare yeah. it. You know, you can look, you know, we're doing live on TikTok and you can look at that and people that are unsuccessful on TikTok did not ask permission. They just got out there yeah. and they decided, they planned and they took massive action. And now they have hundreds of thousands of followers. Wow. You know, As opposed to the one, I, I think I have two. I have to, I don't have a profile. Well, <laughs> you don't even do anything. But it's interesting because I started yeah. in 2019 on TikTok. And I had like 25 people. I just talked about the the pandemic and I was just kind of doing stuff. And then I kind of lost interest in it, did other stuff. And then I've seen a lot of friends get on TikTok and I have been on TikTok more. And I just said, you know what? I'm going to jump in and I'm going to not ask permission. I'm just going to do what I do and see what happens. And in a very short amount of time, like a week and a half, I was over a thousand people. And it was amazing wow. to me because at a thousand people, you get to do TikTok lives. So right now we're doing this TikTok live and people are able ah. to see this. So I was really motivated to do that. And I, I really put a lot of intention on creating content that would add value and people would find that they want to follow me and they would want more content. And it's truly humbling. I mean, I do TikTok lives and you see people and they're like, oh my God, this is great. You're adding value. You don't need permission. You just, you just set this, you set your own stage. You set your own stage, you declare, and it's not fake it till you make it. I'm I'm not a big fan of fake it till you Are make you it. Are you tired of that one? I don't like that because you can't fake it. You, yeah. It, it's, it, it's, yeah, I, I see it. I think you're right. I think it supports the imposter syndrome. Absolutely. Absolutely. And let's talk about the imposter I, syndrome. Okay. Listen, you know what I say to the imposter syndrome? I say we all feel pretty crappy about what we want to achieve. That's not feeling like an imposter. That's called feeling human. And it's okay. You're not an imposter. We all have this. I don't think it needs a special title. This will make me hugely unpopular. Um, I think it's a normal reaction to a big pond and, you know, a small life. And when we decide we're going to swim in a bigger pond or live a bigger life, the normal response to that is the imposter syndrome. Absolutely. Okay. Do we need a label for it? I don't think so. Hedonically as cavemen, why did it exist? Is it there? Are there reasons? There's a couple hedonic psychologists have got some really interesting stuff on it. At the end of the day, you got to know that it's normal. And it is standard and it's meant to keep you safe in life. Some of those fear factors keep you from putting your hand in the fire. But ultimately, real fear 
fear that doesn't put you into the next generation holds you back. And when you can decide the difference between the fear of hot fire or the fear of shaming yourself on TikTok to the whole world and separate the distance difference between the caveman brain of staying alive and today's brain of achieving of achievement, then you can separate pain. And then you don't worry about being an imposter because you know what? You recognize it's just part of the human process. Yeah, it's it's truly incredible to me how bold people have been on social media and didn't ask permission. You would think they would have imposter syndrome and they just went out and they just put themselves out there. You know, look, I'm a podcaster, best-selling author, entrepreneur, you know, national voice actor, all that stuff. Awesome I have all, rock star. <laughs> yeah, whatever. My favorite guy ever. <clears throat> no, but the point is, you're a best-selling author, multiple TED Talks, TV show, success, success, success. I get imposter syndrome. It's it's just sure. all part of it. it. Even you as well. And I know I knew some sure. very high, high-profile individuals that are pretty much household names, that are friends of mine. And we've had those conversations about imposter syndrome. And you're it's not combating important. imposter syndrome. That's, right. If you're focusing on that, you're focusing on the wrong thing. Exactly. That's the human part of it. Yeah. That's what it, that means you're alive. That means you're breathing. That means you're not foolhardy. That means you're conscientious of the world around you. You just have to ask yourself, am I overly conscientious? Am right. I being too conservative? Am I managed by the wrong parts of my decisioning? Or am I just going to go for it? The best thing you can do is to identify how afraid you are. And I remember when I started my podcast, I went to you. You were my mentor and the boss and a leader, and you helped me in so many ways. And I said, I can't stand the sound of my own voice, Rob. What the frick am I doing this for? And you said, listen, everybody hates the sound of their voice in the beginning, but the more you hear it and the more you do it, the further you get into it. Now, if I wouldn't have pushed that moment under your guidance, then I wouldn't have had my crappy shows, which I step on everybody's words and I do it wrong and I'm not a broadcaster, which P.S. brought me to the door of my next opportunity, which was getting my own TV show. Can you imagine that the stupidity of how my actions were of not being polished, of not being smooth, of of being this rough again of broadcasting actually was what the producers of the next stage of my life was looking for. They wanted that. They said, don't start becoming a broadcaster. That's not who we're looking for. Right. But I wouldn't have done it if it wasn't for your guidance. But what I needed was a coach. I needed that pivotal moment when I relied on your words and I was going to trust in the expert. And that's why I think your book is so important because it's a coach. It is the pivotal words that allows us to take shape in our life and pin down where we're going to go, what's going to happen next. And it's clean, succinct, and concise. And you can't find anything better than that. Well, thank you. I'm humbled that you that you say that. And Sorry, I get on my soapbox. I you know, know I, I know. I, I just don't even know what to say. I so I know. But, you know, I, I just think it's it's so important to... Not let fear stop you. And I know that's yeah. a, a, it's an in-depth conversation and this is just a quick hit of action. Yeah. And I, I hope we added value today. Audrey, once again, thank you for being here. You're awesome. And it definitely will have you back next week and next week and next week. But until then. My gratitude to thank you, you, my, my mentor and fabulous. Oh, please, 
Please, please, please, you're so, you're so sweet. And thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy and precious day to join us on the Living the Law of Action show. Just a conversation between two friends. We so appreciate it. Thank you for allowing me along my very special co-host, Audrey Lawrence, to touch your heart, move you, inspire you. Remember, take time out to breathe. Don't let fear stop you. Decide, plan, and act. You got this. I'm Audrey Lawrence. And I'm Rob Actis. Until next time. Thank you for listening to the Living the Law of Action show with Mr. Action, Rob Actus. Please rate, review, and subscribe.